Hey y'all, it's another week of Nashville. Um, we're backstage at the Bluebird again. I'm Johnny Ellis, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew. The rootinest, tootinest, rowdiest cowboy in Nashville. Woohoo! <laughs> That's my impression <laughs> of the famous Nashville band Blur. Right. <laughs> well, we're here, and we're uh, backstage at the Bluebird. We're talking uh, Nashville, season one, episode nine. Be careful of stones that you throw. Which is a uh, really, really good bit of advice. I have thrown a couple of stones in my life. Not too many. I won't say I've gone yeah. too far. But uh, most but of the time, they careful. have ended up uh, hitting things. The ground. The air. Right. <laughs> one time, it went back into the left into John F. Kennedy's head. That was... <laughs> this wasn't even a dark day in Nashville. That's the thing. I managed to throw it all the way to Dallas. God, a couple of states. I mean, I've been, my arm is pretty good. My aim, not so much. But yeah, uh, you be careful with throwing stones. No, no, no. Don't do it. I'm not even going to ask if it was a bullet shaped rock. Um, no, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a rock. It was a stone. I just said. Stone. Rocks. Stone. Yeah. Enjoy rocks. It's on Netflix now. <laughs> um, well, this episode, uh, I'm quite excited. This episode is directed by Paul McCrane. Now, do you know that name at all? I'm going to go yes and and say yes and I don't. <laughs> um, well, you've seen Robocop. I haven't. Um, do you remember? I'm sorry. Have I seen, have, I've seen what? Robocop. Robocop, you just said. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've seen Robocop. Robocop. I've seen Spiderman. I've seen what? Spiderman 2. I'm just saying. I've seen Rob- Spiderman Robocop. 3. Robocop. I've seen The Amazing Spiderman. <laughs> I've seen The Amazing Spiderman 2. <laughs> I've seen Spiderman Homecoming. I've seen Spiderman Into the Spiderverse. <laughs> I, I've seen Spiderman Far From Home. Uh, I don't believe I've seen Robocop. <laughs> I've seen Robocop. Robocop. I've also That's seen why. the uh, 2014 remake Robocop. See, I've only seen the 2014 Robocop. Uh, remake Robocop. Yeah. That. Uh, I've seen Jay and a couple other people, I guess. Um, do you remember a character called Emil in Robocop? Was he Miguel Ferreira's character? Uh, no, he was Paul McCrane's character. Oh, okay. Yeah, Paul McCrane played Emil in Robocop. Uh, this is his second of four Nashville episodes he's directed. And he and made a meal out of this one. <laughs> he's also directed uh, CSI, ER and The West Wing. But Which CSI? most importantly, just the normal CSI. Which ER? Yeah. No, normal, yeah. Which West Wing? The normal West Wing. There's no normal West Wing. The East West Wing. Not in 2020. Yeah, uh-uh. that's true. I'm shaking um, my finger. I'm breaking my finger. Uh-uh. No, no. But um, he also was in one of my other favourite TV shows. Do you want to guess? Oh, was he punked by Ashton Kutcher? No. Now, I, I say... Did he take a seat to catch a predator? I think that for me, there's there's was two... he made a murderer? <laughs> no, there's Did two main like <laughs> there's two main favorite TV shows of mine. I think you know one of them. I don't think you you must know the other, but like I I haven't watched the other one in nearly in in have very you watched, much. Have you watched time. the other two? I haven't because that show watched... is really funny. <laughs> I haven't watched the other show in, in a long while, but I am in need of rewatch. So it's um, a show that's cancelled House of Cards. No. 
Crisis what, and succeeds. What would you say if I if I say um, give me two of my favorite shows? Okay. Which which shows would you come up with? Nashville instantly, right? And Destination Survivor. <laughs> right. Okay. So you know we're talking about twenty four. You're just Touch. being a prick about it. Flatline um, uh, the series. <laughs> Paul McCrane played. Uh, Jack Bauer's brother, Graham Bauer, in 24. Graham Bauer? Sorry, I believe they yeah. probably pronounce it as Graham. Do you know how it's spelled? Graham. Uh, G-R-E-A-M. A-E-M. Graham. Graham. Graham is what you, you spell. Yeah, so uh, this is um, his second... Is the coffee. <laughs> this is his second natural episode that he's directed. Oh, what um, was the first one? Our first one, uh, I can double check. But I, I, well, I would like you to have got done enough information so that we can go. Oh, it was that I one. I did, but we weren't talking about that. One. Has we're he done the? Uh, has he done the football spy- storyline like to completion? <laughs> Let me see. Uh, did you do both episodes that mention or take place within a zoo? <laughs> so far, so far. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, it, there's a zoo in the script. Call up Paul. <laughs> Paul. Do you think that's what he does? Whenever he gets uh, any new scripts, control F, zoo. Oh, I don't think um, they said it digitally. I think they said out print, so he has to do the hard work of actually scrolling through it himself. Um, <laughs> the zoo. It's Paul McCrae. I can't believe this. He did episode four of season one. We live in two different worlds in which Juliet is served for shoplifting. Her Wait. PR agent sets her up uh, with an interview. Uh, on GMA to do damage control. Oh, so it's not... No, it's the week before. Yeah, it's the week before. It was the, it was the week before. when everyone else was trying to say, hey, look, she's shoplifted. And it, those of us in the know, of course. <laughs> Adam, uh, within the regions of a uh, basket, a shopping basket, would be very dangerous. So right. holding it in your pocket so it wouldn't fall down and smash, and thus paying for something and wasting it simultaneously were avoided. <laughs> Smart, um, intelligent people understand. Well, uh, this is understands. This is also uh, written by David Gould. It's his first David of nine Gould. episodes. Wait, yeah. David Gould, the comedy writer. Um, he's the. I looked him up on IMDb, and the shows that came up for him writing wise. Yeah. Um, were Stand Against Evil. He created Stand Against Evil. Dana Gould. Star, Mars, and Council of Dads. Council of Dads was great. Yeah. We all watched um, that. Definitely didn't get cancelled real quick. I I would only watch it if it was called Cancelled Daddies, which is basically what Nashville is becoming. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of daddy coming up. Um, I just vomited. <laughs> now, the title, Be Careful of Stones That You Throw, guess where that comes from? It doesn't come from anything logical because it's long and arduous and doesn't make any sense. You'd say, don't throw stones, it's really dumb. Would be the more modern vernacular. So I'm going to guess it is poetry from the 1700s. It is a song from the 1950s, uh, recorded July 11th, 1952. Okay, um, it's probably released... someone you know, Eastern European, maybe Bjork. Did Bjork do it? But she was it like was recorded baby? recorded in Nashville in 19... July 11th, 1952. In Nashville, released... right here. Yep. Re- yep. Right here. Right. Um. Released uh, that same year. It doesn't say exactly what date it was released. Um, 
and it recounts the heroic act of a young lady who was killed while save, saving a child from a passing car. What? So, yeah, you want to check it out now, don't you? I, I, I'm confused as to where the title leads. Just, well, you'll have to listen to the song and find out. No, I don't. You know, that's why we've got Thank people you. who would then just scour a script for the word zoo. They can also <laughs> scour the song explaining to me. So, I'm assuming you've scoured the song. Explain it to me. I was hoping you'd listen to the song. I don't listen to songs. I refuse. In fact, when I watch this show and we're working here, I usually plug my ears up. I skip over songs. It's really hard <laughs> working at the Bruce Bird Cafe, by the way, not listening to songs. Yeah, it must be. It's kind um, of like, you know, my, 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 my ultimate challenge. Some people run marathons. I work at Bluebird and don't listen to music. All right, I'll read you some of the lyrics. Uh, be careful of stones that you throw. A neighbour was passing my garden one time. She stopped, and I knew right away okay, that it was cool. gossip, not flowers. She uh, had two, on her two mind. Two lines. Huh? Two, I said three lines. You've gone four. I don't want to. Oh, I don't. Sorry. I don't want you to finish off a whole no, bar. Fair enough. Right. Right. A person walked by. Yeah. So he was like, "Ah, don't throw stones because people walk by." Fair. Yeah. I understand. I've seen people walking. I understand that the trajectory of a stone, based on my ability to throw stones in the past, might end up hitting someone based on my ability to throw stones in the past. So, dangerous. Good. Right, we know. Don't throw stones. <laughs> Shall we get into the episode? <laughs> I guess We've so. not even started the episode yet. Of course we have. Um, we're, we're pretty early into the show. We're not yeah, even we 10 are. minutes in. Yeah, true. We're stones throw from the start. No. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. Um... So now uh, we start off in the studio with Rainer singing the wrong song. Not, not the wrong song, as it not is wrongly wrong. called later on in the episode. But um, pretty quickly into the episode, though, they refer to pretty it quickly. the wrong song. Yep. They put the the, the on it. I mean, it's, it's dirtier. It really is. Yeah. Um, well, we'll talk about dirtying up songs later. Um, yeah. Juliet is supposed to be recording with her, but she's, she's still not turned up. Where is um, Juliet? How dare she not come to down to do this? It's very um, important to get a clean, proper version of Wrong Song ready, not the live version, which is well, the wrong version of if you remember, <laughs> if you remember last week, Juliet uh, proposed okay. to Sean. So, obviously, we're going to have the next half, of, half season is going to be all about the engagement Will they? Won't they? There's going to be an awkward setting up a wedding party, there'll be a wedding yeah. planner situation, get Jennifer Lawrence involved. Um, but, yeah, where is Juliet? That is a good question. Well, now we see where Juliet is. Uh, she's in the back of a limo with Sean. Her fiance, wait, no, what? her husband. What? They've just gotten married. Wait, so she's riding just... in cars with the boys? And they've just... and one's yes. married to her. No buses. Um, no. They've just consummated the marriage. No cusses. Um, Sorry, they're riding in a limousine, they've just consummated. How? When? In a limousine. Oh, someday yeah. she'll wipe off the blood, someday she'll wipe <laughs> off the blood. That um, driver's going to go crazy at some point. Go mohawking, shooting up a pimp. <laughs> well, Sean reckons uh, we should. They should tell people about the marriage and um, how they consummated it. Yeah, on the motorway. To which Juliet responds, "Oh, do you mean like our managers?" And he says, "No, no, <laughs> our, our parents remember those the, the people that raised us." Well, um, that's not fair because you know who raised Juliet. Jolene. 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 <laughs> Can I have a lot of that today? Um, well, uh, Juliet's got a missed call. Or, well, has got a call, but she doesn't actually answer it. No. And it turns out she's forgotten all about the studio. She has to go 
her to record that. But she has to go and record in the studio. Yeah, we uh, all know this. Yeah. Well, she's forgotten. She's been too busy getting married. And getting she's married. been too busy getting busy. Yeah, she's been too busy getting busy. Um, we're now with, with Scarlett and Gunner. Um, I, feel, I feel like this is a swish moment. This is a meanwhile moment. Come on. Meanwhile. Give us a okay, quick update. I don't know. You shut all over me last time I tried to. Yeah, but meanwhile. now there's consummation in limousines. I feel like we need to know what's <laughs> happening at the same time. Right. People out there having sex. Other people are out there making beautiful Writing music. Songs uh, like Change Your Mind is what they seem to try to write. Oh, um, you know, if they do that. I'll be first in line. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, there's a big gap between Scarlet and Gunner. There's a big yeah, coffee table gap. in between them. There's, there's a yeah. height gap. There's a respectability gap. One's really cool. <laughs> one's absolute wanker. You don't like Gunner anymore. I'm, I'm gunning for Gunner. Let's face it. He's a, he, he's a yogurt creep who doesn't like yogurt women. Well, um, they're having trouble writing. And um, he's, he's have getting moody. Uh, he's a moody bugger, and she's just off in her own little world now. Yeah, and he's uh, he's just ready to storm off. He's like, screw this. It's it's hard to write a song without any good lyrics. Which, Which you know, patently false, because yeah. Party Rock is in the house tonight, <laughs> and everybody's going to have a good time. Well, um, Gunner gets up and storms off. So Scarlet gets up and says, "Well, if you're leaving, I'm I'm leaving." And lights will guide your way home and ignite your boats. Because Scarlet's got to go and meet Avery. She's got to pick up uh, the keys uh, to get Avery to move out. Oh, blue dabba dee dabba die dabba dee. You see, um, there's many opportunities where lyrics aren't very good and still songs happen. Well, Avery, meanwhile, Avery is with Domino, Dominic, Domino. Um, and Oh, no. All I can hear is my cat meowing at my door. So it's nice. Do you want to go and get your cats? I don't think uh, health code violations are a problem at the moment with a bluebird because, let's face it, the whole world is a health code violation. Nah, fuck it. I'll, leave. I'll, I'll deal with him after the episode. He's just annoying. Um, oh. <laughs> if you're a cat lover out there, so is Johnny. I, I am. Yeah. In every way. <laughs> so you like it a cat. Not every way. Um, uh, well, you don't like it. <laughs> anyway. Avery's with Domino. Domino's, Domino's asking him if he's spoken to the Avery Barkley band, the rest of the Avery Barkley band. The Avery um, Barksdale band are a real problem. But uh, Avery can't find them by, by phone. No. Uh, he says he owes them at least one one last gig, at the very least. So he's going to do it in person. How's that? At the go? end of the show, or maybe even better, <laughs> halfway through. Make yeah, a really not, awkward stage presence. Not before the show, at least. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. That would be um, really interesting. I mean, that's why you get professional cameras out to watch yeah. that. Um, well, Liam is at the studio with uh, with Rainer. And he's, if you're not following, Liam is the uh, producer of yeah. uh, Rainer's new album, who uh, the record uh, studio did not, the record label did not want, did not sign off on until Wrong Song happened. It was like, yeah, you know what? He's the best. Let's have him <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Let's fall down on our knees for this boy. This well, reckless he's got a studio. Wonder. Uh, they're, still wait- they're still waiting for uh, for Juliet, but she's still yeah, not she? up. Um, she's busy getting busy. Um, so he, he gets up and leaves. He says it's one thing for rock stars to flake on recording sessions, but it's another thing for spoiled Pop-Tarts. Um, to which I don't know if you spoiled Pop-Tarts, but uh, because they're made of sugar, they don't really spoil, so it's fine. That's true. 
But they the do, they can't, like, if you leave them in the toaster too long, they can spoil. Oh, if you leave them in the toaster too long, they get burned. And if you leave them out in yeah. the open without, you know, outside the wrapping, they eventually get stale. Yeah. But they don't spoil. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. She just might be stale. Or um, burnt. She's just, she's just crusty. Well, now, um... Got now this, you know, juice turns. going inside of her. That's just crusty. Oh. Now talk turns to, um, the tour. Uh, they're going to start with secondary markets, the towns that are dying for Arena and Juliet gigs. That seems um, fun, doesn't it? They've got on a, a, a low-end tour first. Let's hit, no, you know... start off with, so that they can plan everything and get everything Let's go to five then. cities in Maine. <laughs> exactly. Um, Rhode Island, well, we're going to do a year with you. They've got three days to rehearse. Um, Vegas, come gonna... down the road to Reno. <laughs> they're going to... They're going to have wheels up on Sunday. And they're, they're off on Sunday. To on the Lord's Day. The Lord's Day. Um, perfect day for a, a wedding, I'd say. Um, a white wedding. A white wedding. Well, uh, meanwhile... Surely this, is, this has got to be meanwhile. Meanwhile, Deacon is touring uh, with Ooh. his new band. Um, what are they called? Sorry? I can't remember what they're called. Do you remember what they were called? Reckless, something like that. What? Is it Rebels or Reckless? Some... Um... The new radicals. There's the new radicals, probably. The new radicals. You get, what you have to understand is with Deacon, you only get what you give. What would you give? <laughs> what would you give to Deacon? I, I give him my dip. Your or dip. Chips. I don't understand that because it's Charles, not Chip. Yeah, Chip Aston to me. And I was watching an episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway that aired broadcast a week and a half ago. He was on it. He was introduced as and referred to the entire time as Chip Eston. Was it? Yep. And it was it was broadcast. It's first broadcast a week and a half. Was ago. it was uh, probably recorded last summer when I think they did both last season and this season over that summer. He's is been this... on. He's been on the new Who's line for you know since it started. He's is it still good or? It's still, of course, it's good. All right. All right. It, yeah, it's Colin, it's Wayne, it's Ryan, and sometimes it's Greg, sometimes it's Jeff, sometimes it's Heather and Campbell, and sometimes it's, you know, Chip Essen. Well, it's the, the Revel Kings, is the name of the band. The Revel Kings, not the yeah. Reckless Boys. No, it's the Revel Kings. They used to be Reckless um, Boys. <laughs> well, he's, um, he's touring with them, and uh, they're saying to him, you've got to be more, perform more, you've got to get out there more with your Make faces, guitar right? solos. Yeah. Um, and the reporters turned up to, to write about the new band. Well, oh, the, I'm sure he's a very respectful Christmas reporter. Well, she's, she turns up. And she, she, a woman? <laughs> she walks right up to Deacon and smacks one on him. Big old kiss. What? A cease and desist? Oh. Not a cease and desist. I don't no, think she wants no, a cease and desist. Well, now... Now, can yeah, I just so... say, I have been a, uh, I have done, you know, music reporting at times. I've interviewed De Flippard, for one mm. thing. And uh, at never, no point did I ever just, you know, lay one on any of them. And that's why you're not reporting anymore. Nor, nor did I offer to uh, go into the bedroom after an interview to uh, unhook the microphone and then <laughs> tuck the shirt back in. So, am I doing everything wrong? I think Is that so. why I failed as a journalist? I think so. Oh. Um... Well, now Juliet's finally turned up to the studio. And they say, where have you been? And she shows them her ring finger and she says, I've been getting married. To which Glenn says, have you got a prenup? And she says, well, do I look like an idiot? 
<laughs> which I love. Um, <laughs> Raina, meanwhile, says, All right, let me talk to Juliet alone, because I don't think Raina's very happy because uh, Raina wasn't Raina's asked to be made of honour. Um, you know, she was hoping, hey, maybe Raina and Juliet could get married on stage, and that'd be like a a, a tour stop. Yeah. Well, Johnny Cash famously proposed to June Carter on stage. He yeah, gone one step more and got married. Exactly. On stage. Let's get yeah. married on stage. Yeah. We've seen people propose on stage. That's boring. Yeah. No. I know, John, Johnny Cash is famously boring. We've got to take a step beyond no. Johnny. No. I will not. They can't deny blasphemy. How many people have been have proposed on stage at this point in the world? I bet Johnny Cash started the whole thing. Reckon, he started the trend. I reckon the first person to get proposed on stage was Jesus. <laughs> he was doing the Sermon on the Mound. And then people kept coming up and proposing yes. to him and saying, you know, this is a great sermon. <laughs> Wanna go for a quickie? Can't Can we'll get married first. Wanna get married? Sure. <laughs> so I have no idea. That's um, why I got twelve disciples. Well, Raina says she, she wants to start the tour on Sunday. Um and Juliet oh. asks Raina, why do you hate me? Um to which Raina says, I only hate sunburns and hangovers. This is just business. But um, Juliet's not convinced. She says, is everything okay at home? And Raina says, well, marriage is complicated. You're going to learn that. Um, marriage is complicated is a good song title, I think. I don't... The thing about the uh, suntans and hangovers, I'm sure she hates, you know, bankers and Wall Street who destroyed the economy. Oh, no, she loves them. Sure. Oh, she, oh she's, she's not... Yeah. Okay. Uh, how does she feel about child molesters? Well, they're not sunburns and they're not hangovers. Hungover, hungover child molesters with sunburns. Now that she can't stand, she can't abide. Two out of three. Yeah. But I, I feel like she, especially by 2020, I mean, we need a, uh, we need a, a Raina James check. How's she doing? How's she feeling? What does well, she hate now? <laughs> that's true. I wonder what she hates now. Oh, she hates the uh, push to wear masks everywhere, probably. She seems like Maybe. I bet probably. she's one of those. She's one of those who's going out there saying, no, we want to fight for our freedom. She'll probably... Oh, she performed a concert, didn't she? She smash-mouthed it. <laughs> Raina, you... Oh, for goodness sake. Now, I've written a quote, but I can't... Word. I've written a quote, but I can't remember who said it, so who... But I've written, you need me as much as I need you. Oh, um, that was gutter to Scarlet. No. No, it was either Juliet to Raina or Raina to Juliet. But it could work either way. Raina, and then Raina reminds her of the whole Maybe, situation yeah. she got into. Yeah, yeah. That was her trying to carefully not break bottles of nail polish. <laughs> mm. Mm. Can't believe you're still standing by that. Truth. Um, by the truth. Well, Juliet gets home, and Sean's there. Oh, such and a good home. And his parents are there. And he's told his parents... And they're saying, well, before word gets out, we need it done right. And she says, well, it's, it's legal. It's, it's, it's done. It's been done right. Yeah. And they say, no, we need it done right in the eyes of God. So right. Well, God's have... everywhere. He's omnipotent. That's his thing. We're going to have a wedding. Or her thing or their thing. I don't want to judge the gender of the Jesus, God. <laughs> so, well, Juliet says, well, I've got my tour is starting Sunday. It's just, just been announced. Like, we're just I just heard today that it's starting Sunday, so we're gonna do the wedding on Saturday. They want it rushed. That is a rush wedding. Yeah. 
I mean, is 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 that would that be a shotgun wedding? I saw no shotguns, but probably. Um, I saw some ships come sailing in. <laughs> well, do we know where we are yet? By the way, not yet. Raina, meanwhile, uh, is telling Teddy that she's going on tour for five months, and she's telling him that she's going to be taking taking the girls with her. Wait, Maddie and Daphne. Daphne. Yeah. Yep. Velma. No, not Velma. Shaggy. Just the two. <laughs> no. Uh, she needs to take them away from uh, the toxic environment that's going on. Um, but, but, <laughs> but Teddy tells Raina she's not taking them without a fight. And now we find out we are in Nashville. Wow. A lot has happened already. A lot's a lot happened has in happened. Nashville. Yeah. Did you say that's almost 10 minutes of storytelling? Yeah, about that. Wow. Um, Smooth half hour comedy left. <laughs> Um, really, isn't it? Well, Sean is now uh, figuring out dates and stuff to be able to meet his wife. (laughs) Yeah, well, he's also trying to figure out when he can see his wife between his football games and her tour dates. Oh yes, because Um, they're very busy, very young, and very career focused individuals, which is why they were both doing the PR in the zoo in the first place. um, It's almost like they're a match made in uh, awkward. Well, he's got uh, two nights with his new wife in two months, so he's not very happy. That sounds good. So Julia, you get to uh, live your bachelor um, life still. Come on, bro. Julia um, asks for the room alone with him, no, and basically just... says, "Less talking, more fucking." Excuse me. Basically, that's what I put <laughs> in my notes. What? Can we have the exact quote, please, from the <laughs> Less talking, ABC more broadcast? That's the, exact, that's the exact quote from my notes. Of this episode of Natural. Oh, I need to hear it with the proper Juliet Barnes voice. Could you attempt to appropriate that correctly? How did she say it? Save the cheerleader, save the world. (laughs) Wow. That's a very (laughs) odd euphemism. I know. I don't know know how it fits, is what he said. (laughs) Um, Well, (laughs) I did a that's what she said thing on this episode. I'm a hack. We've mentioned all my favourite shows now. Have um, we? Yeah, that's what she said. It's basically The Office. Um, oh, what else have we mentioned? 24. Okay. And we've talked about uh, Nashville. And oh, we have talked about Nashville. That's the one show I wasn't sure about that we've talked about yet. So we have yep. talked about Nashville. Yep. Okay, that's interesting. It didn't come um, up. <laughs> well, um, now uh, Tandy is with Teddy. Teddy and Tandy, um, and she's telling them, telling him that the new polls show that Coleman only got a slight bump from the photos that were released. Peggy's going to be fine. She's um, oh. she's heating up. Margaret's um, fine. Okay. And it's within reach. The election's within reach, but for what? Um, Teddy asks. You know, Peggy almost died. Yeah. And he tells Tandy that Raina's going on tour on Sunday. So what's going to happen now? Well, we should give a lot of good music and people are going to enjoy it. Mm. Who would well, deny creativity and art in this miserable world? Let's find out, Come shall we? Uh, meanwhile, uh, Deacon meanwhile. is on private jet. <laughs> Deacon's on private jet with his band. Um, journalist, he's, wait, uh, Rebel Kings and now Deacon's band? Yep. I would yep. say he's Deacon's part of the Rebel Kings, but he's only you know, like on the touring part, really, kind of. Don't don't call him part of the band or let alone call it Deacon Claiborne and his Revel Kings. That, <laughs> that's just extreme. 
<laughs> Digging Claiborne featuring Rebel Kings and very small fun. <laughs> Puppet Show and Spinal Tab. <laughs> oh, God. Um, now, well, the journalist has um, gone over to him and sat down next to him. Uh, Who name for this journalist, by the way? That's what I'm just, I was just thinking to myself, we never, Is I never. Jeffrey Tuber. Um, don't know. Is it Carmen? Carmen Gonzalez? Carmen said, where in the world is she? <laughs> I think it's Carmen. That's the only one I can think of. Well, you know who's Carmen. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Um, <laughs> so she's asking where else. <laughs> she's asking Deacon why he's never settled down. And Deacon says, well, me and Happy don't go well together. Oh. Yeah, we knew this was an MC show. <laughs> doesn't feel like a boom without roof. Um, he doesn't believe that happiness is the truth. <laughs> well, meanwhile, uh, Raina is back in the studio, and Liam is telling her that touring is not going to save her career. But Raina, I just, she says she's got to get out of Nashville. Look, I understand he's doing producing work, so he's a bit more based on the uh, post-production and the more clarified studio versions these days. But I do yeah. feel like live music needs to have a chance. Yeah. Which is why I believe that Rainer probably did do a performance in the last couple of months with Masks Off. <laughs> with Masks Off? Oh, 100%. She was a super spreader event. Yeah, I can't deny that Rainer James Nashville super spreader event happened. She played all the hit <laughs> songs... All the oldies came out and they started spreading it amongst each other. And they registered <laughs> to not vote. Right. Um, I think she's bad for democracy is what I'm saying. You're probably right there. I'm 100% right. <laughs> she doesn't go political in her material, but you know she doesn't lean the way you want her to lean. Well, anyway, She Raina's was kind of pro-Scotus this time. <laughs> Raina's got to get out of Nashville. Her marriage, family, it's all a mess. She just needs to escape. Um, Wait. Both Raina and Julia aren't dealing with their lives very well. She's... Raina's just wanting to run away. Yeah. And Julia is just getting married willy-nilly. Oh, well, have you seen Sean's willy-nilly? <laughs> True. But I, I don't understand how you can get out of Nashville. It seems to be... I've not got out of Nashville. Oh, no, you're never allowed out of Nashville. I've got to the end of Nashville and there was a door there and Ed Harris told me not to go through it. He's a very polite man, by the way. <laughs> Terrible hat. Um, well, hey, speaking of Nashville, Avery's back in Nashville. And he's, well, we're we speaking uh, of Nashville. Uh, I don't, don't put words in my mouth. He's, um, he's meeting his old bandmates in a car park, it seems. Um, oh, what a great band they are. They'll be together yeah, forever. Avery they will the band like Avery and cheering. They're cheering. He's back. And they're saying, how'd it go? You know, did you get us? can't believe you got us signed. And he says, oh, well, uh <laughs> I'm getting signed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. a signature on paper. <laughs> it definitely happened. Um, the band's name was partially signed there. You could, I could definitely confirm that. Well, JT, the only band member who seems to talk to him, while the other two band members just kind of look on. The only, the, <laughs> the, the actual actor. Yes, I think so. Um, he says he tells Avery, well. You're not about the music anymore. You're just you're all about Avery Barkley, and they storm off, and they're they're done. They're not going to do another gig with him. Avery wanted to do one final gig. Yeah, you know, go out with a bang. Gig. What's 
So doesn't, doesn't look like that. Does it mean that they're going to have like a hole on their stage for an hour and a half? Looks like it. That doesn't it's seem like a no good show. Up. Although, actually, you know what? I would go and see a black hole on stage. Yeah, that, that would be interesting. It wouldn't be fun, but I mean, you could throw things at it and see where it goes. Um, well, Julia is planning her wedding. What I'm saying um, is I like throwing things in black holes. <laughs> her official wedding under the eyes of God. She's planning it with her new mother-in-law. Oh, um, omnipotent. You don't need to go <laughs> to a church to talk to him. Doesn't exist. Um, well, uh, the plan is at the moment, uh, Dana, uh, Sean's younger sister, is going to be Junior Blaise's bridesmaid. Isn't that nice? Now, Dana um, was really, really, really excited last time. Yeah, she was. And it's, it's nice to Did know that she's going to be, be super excited now. Oh, she's going to be so super because, I mean, it's not even an official wedding, it's the fake wedding, that's the problem. Yeah, but it's like, they, you know, I think she's been raised to believe that this is the official, official wedding. Yeah, yeah. but when, when they have, like, their, you know, their fun bridesmaids chats, and she mentions, yeah, he totally banged me in the back room. The <laughs> How's that going to go down? Yeah, I think that's the first thing she's going to say to her. Of um, I mean, that's what you tell your secrets to your sibling, don't you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and it's the law, it's in law, so... She has to tell every time they got jiggy with it. And uh, Juliet's uh, friend, Emily, is going to be made of honour. Well, you say friend, assistant as well, but also friend. Does she uh, have friends? And her, well, of course, because... She has fam. She goes with the uh, Dominic Toretto attitude. Her other friend, Glenn, who just happens to also be our manager, but, you know, friend of Or, or Glenda. Is going to walk her down the aisle. Oh, that's um, nice. Because so her manager's mom... going to give her away. Yeah, her mum uh, is going to have a uh, going to have a new uh, contract to sign yeah. when he gets to the altar. Um, well, uh, Jolene can't from? make it. Yeah, Jolene, 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 Jolene. <laughs> she can't make it. Um, oh, the rehab, yeah. Well, that's what that's what she's going through. Juliet's saying anyway. Oh, okay. And she turns to her new mother-in-law and says, "I guess you were wrong about me never being a part of this family." Oh. You're um, right, the negotiations are short. <laughs> to which her mother-in-law says, well, eloping isn't the same thing. I expect a lot from Sean's wife. You don't marry a man, you marry the family. You Sean man. then came up and said, my wife. <laughs> Probably. It's nice. Um, <laughs> it's the perfect moment. It was six years before. Yeah. Six years after and eight years before. So it's like the perfect moment to do it ironically at that point. <laughs> Um, oh, actually, it's 2013, wasn't it? Because this is mid-season, post-mid-season. Yeah. yeah. This, was, this, was, this was the 7 and 7. <laughs> um, oh, well, well, sure, um, you doing your Borax now. Rainer's <laughs> um, arrived home, uh, and Tandy is there. And who is that with Tandy? Who is it? Oh, I believe it's uh, a ring-tailed Lamar. Who? Lamar. Oh, Daddy. Daddy. No! I think the, the connection's very... I believe it's that. It sounded male parental figure. My headphones make Lamar, make Daddy sound like Lamar when you say it. I don't know, it's weird. But okay, um, so if I if I want to say um, Johnny is a piss ridden boy man. <laughs> oh, I love you too. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't think he misheard me. That's the worst part. Of that. <laughs> um, well, um, Daddy and Handy are staging an intervention basically not an intervention but they're, they're threatening there can't be an actual intervention yeah they're threatening Raina um, oh shit that's uh, that's <laughs> not an intervention that's not what you don't go to an intervention and say look I'm going to take one of your limbs if you don't stop <laughs> getting the drugs well they're not they're not threatening to take a limb 
they're just saying, you know, don't even think about divorcing Teddy. I know you're upset with him uh, about losing money and all that. Why? Um, what have they got over Rayner regarding well, Teddy? He says, don't even think about divorce because custody always shines a light on paternity issues. Okay, and they're both. It would be a shame. Both it would be a shame if Maddie were to learn the truth about her father. Her well, real about father. The about her real father, he says. Oh, about the reality of the Cumberland deal that Teddy went through. Yeah, but more more importantly, they don't want Maddie to know about her real father. Who's her oh, real father, I wonder? Teddy. Her real father is Teddy. Wow. He's got a Cumberland deal that went wrong. And they're discussing the fact that everything was you know, financially bailed out by questionable people. That's the basic problem. And they don't want Maddie... Mm. To, I understand they don't want Maddie to learn that now, but at some point she's going to know that her father did some weird stuff. And it's yeah. questionable. Okay, so, if that's what you think. Um, that's what they're well, being, Raina, they mean. They, they don't want the children to learn about the financial nitty-gritty of what's going on in the mayoral race. Raina basically sells them to get the fuck out. Sure, because, I mean, she's going to talk about that at some point, if it comes up naturally, or they will just live in blissful ignorance and believe that their daddy was good. Um, well, now Avery has, has come back to Scarlet's house. Well, Scarlet is in Avery's house, don't I? It's, yeah, it's I Scarlet's house. Find it's, uh, it's Scooter and Avery's home forever home. <laughs> Scarlet um, oh. has packed, his, packed Avery's stuff, and she's moved the couch to where she always wanted to move it. Um, Avery says it actually looks nice about there. Why did he never let her move it? Um, um, he doesn't like moving things. He was very much mm. comfortable in stasis. Well, uh, Scarlet says if they'd never broken up, he would have never gotten the deal. Um, how did he get back in there, by the way? How did he get back in where? In the house. He had a key. She hadn't changed right. the locks. Oh, that seems like the first thing you would do. Yeah, well. <sighs> Scooter, you mad. Um, yeah, so if they'd never broken up, he'd never have gotten the deal, and she wouldn't still she wouldn't be making songs. She would probably just be Mrs. Avery Barkley. Which oh, does, that sound does sound good. Nice. It does. Sound I, good. I wish she was Mr. Scooter Muppet, well, and she was Mrs. Avery <laughs> Barksdale. Right. Um, together forever, they would be in love. It'd be great. Well, they hug the last goodbye, and then they kiss. Oh, interesting. But I'm on board. <laughs> of course you're on board um, well uh, Deacon has just come off stage another uh, gig with the Revel Kings maybe the Deacon Claiborne Deacon band. Claiborne's Revel Kings um, <laughs> uh, and they're complaining that he is going too hard with the solo oh, he's, playing, he's, playing, he's playing the solo too long Look, don't say okay um, we've got 25 minutes without a song just go mingle and, and then say, don't do 35 minutes. That's a very hard detail. They're saying, you know, we know we said step up, but we didn't want to be stepped on. Well, we don't want to um, be... Yeah, we said step up. We didn't expect you to step up to the streets. <laughs> we wanted Miami um, Heat. Now you're all in. And Deacon hears about uh, Juliet and Rainer's tour together. And his first question, who is playing guitar? Who have they replaced me with? Slash... He's not interested. He's, he's just curious. So. Sure. But he is interested, but he's not, he's not bothered. Uh, I mean, is he bothered? I don't know. They, they ask, well, they're about to do a... Um, but is he bothered, though? <laughs> they're about to do a, a photo shoot, and they ask him to stand in the middle there, but he says, no, I'm fine right here, and he stands on the side. So I mm, don't know what he's thinking right now. 
Well, I mean, I don't know why they would want Deacon Claiborne in the centre of the Deacon Claiborne and Revel King's photography. Mm. That seems questionable. <laughs> He's only been there for two stops and one 25-minute solo. That's true. Um, it's not long enough to be in the photograph. Well, uh, Juliet... Kirk Bay um, was barely in Nirvana before Nirvana was finished. You know? Juliet uh, is rehearsing Boys and Buses on stage. Uh, now, this song... Sean, this yeah, song, you Boys like this song? Buses. Are boys similar to buses? They are in this song. In what way? You wait for one and two come on you at once? Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not like limos. Um, no, no, you, you come in them. Um, well, Sean's turned By up. By the way, never ride in the limousine. You don't. You can't. You both kind of know and don't know what's going on back behind there at one point yeah, or another. That's true. And you don't know how deep clean they do. So <laughs> don't get a bike. Oh god. Um, Sean. Sean's turned up, and he's got some good news. Oh, they're going to get married. They've already gotten married. But oh, um, wait, for, when did that happen? For their marriage under the eyes of God. Um. Sean has spoken to the rehab facility, and he's going to get his um he's going to get his mother-in-law out for a day, on a day leave. And oh, great! So they can all celebrate, and drink champagne, and yeah, no, maybe not her, <laughs> maybe not Jolene. Well, what is she going to toast with? Because if it's a glass of water, that's bad luck. Oh uh, well, yeah, exactly. Um, well, he's organised her for, to believe be released from rehab for a day. Juliet isn't very <laughs> Juliet isn't very happy, but he says, Well, that's what you told my mum. You said you wanted to you wanted your mum there. So, you know, there's already manipulation going on behind the scenes here. Yeah, you need um, to have Joey for the wedding. Uh so Juliet Joey. says, All right, well <laughs> Juliet Juliet. Jolene there for wedding. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you should be. I, like, I like, set you up three. I said Jolene I said Jolene earlier and you didn't do it. So I was like, all right, we're not doing it now. Because <laughs> you were um, rushing through that one. That was too fast. I couldn't catch up with you. All right, fair enough. That's your excuse, I suppose. Well Ju- Juliet wants to see Jolene. 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 There we go. You happy? What did you do uh, with Jolene? On her own. You you stand better when you have it. Um so uh, anyway, we're back at Avery and Scarlet's. Hey, forever! Scarlet's. Well, for, you say forever. They have just um, finished having a bit of fun on the sofa. Yeah, they treat it like a regular limousine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and awkwardly, they've moved it back to where it belonged. And um, you know, seem, things seem to be sort of back. Yeah, I really like this scene. This was great. It was really good, it was wasn't it? So cool um, because those two are together forever. <laughs> Well, yeah, you say that. I do, because um, they are. Scarlet says to every uh, JT, you must be really excited. Not the, other, not the other members as well. JT, no, but JT though, must love the fact that those That, that one that, that's got an actual name, JT. Um, he must be excited that you've been signed on. Do you know what JT stands for, right? What? Jominate Toretta. <laughs> well, Avery says, um, uh, well, talk. Speaking about that, uh, well, <laughs> JT hasn't been signed. Only I've been signed. What? And there goes the mood. What? But Avery, 
he, I thought Scarlet. he was a good guy, but I think he's maybe a little like a, a some sort of um, s- celebrity chasing street walking person of the night. What do you call that? A whore. A fame whore. Fame whore. Yeah, he sounds like a fame whore. Well, that's, that's what Scarlet like. calls him. Skitter calls him that. Scarlet calls him that, yeah. Scarlet calls him that. <laughs> yeah. See, we're, we're, right. we're, we're simpatico. Um, so are you are you not on the uh, the Avery Scarlet bandwagon anymore? Not when Avery hurts Scarlet like that. Yeah, it's it's not nice seeing uh, seeing Scarlet hurt, is it? No, it's not. No, it's also not nice when Scarlet hurts Johnny Cash. But that's a different story yeah, for uh, Yeah, we're not getting into that again. Um, so she's she's not happy with him all, at all, and kind of storms off. Yeah. Um, Juliet, meanwhile, is meeting Jolene. 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 <laughs> uh, and tells her about the wedding. Jolene. Jolene. <laughs> Jolene. Jolene. <laughs> uh, doesn't seem very really happy for her. Um, and she says to Juliet, no amount of marrying is going to quiet your demons. Um, well, Juliet just says, you can't, you just can't stand to see me happy, can you? To which Jolene Cuts along. <laughs> Jolene says, um, well, are you happy? I don't know. Do you think she's happy? Well, I mean, I look at her and I feel like I, I feel like the room that she has. No roof. Yeah. No roof. <laughs> well, I believe now, that was Jolene. 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 Has found some sort of Jesus part in the rehab. Right. But actually, for Juliet, happiness... Happiness is the truth. Right. Well, can't dwell on that too much because uh, we're back at the Bluebird. Yay! Yay! Woo! Finally. Scarlet's working. Uh, and JT's popped by. Um, yeah, Scarlet and... does a lot of uh, working, as you say here, but I don't see her cleaning the toilets. No. It's all over. You just check. Uh, I feel like we've got to change up every so often. I don't know why I have to be in there 24-7. Well, I've already told her that she doesn't need to. You let me out for an hour to do this podcast, and that's yeah. about it. I just, I, we need those like toilets sleep and spam. I don't um, know why at 3 a.m. I still need to be rubbing down. Because you never know when people need toilet. Probably not at 3, 3 a.m. when we're closed. I often wake up at 3 a.m. and need toilet. Yeah, when I, you're in the way, it's Why do awkward. I have to be there to see it? That's the, that's the worst part. You never open your mouth. It's just then it makes it even more of a mess, and you've got to, you've got to clean that up. Then just... I know. Remember. <laughs> um. Well, JT suggests they start a club called uh, not a club, a band called Avery's Exes. They should definitely start up a club called the Exes. Yeah. They should um, them. Maybe they shouldn't be on the side of good. Well, JT's got to cancel the show tonight, and they've got to hunt for a singer. Um, How are they going to find someone to sing in a city of Nashville anytime soon? Yeah, I know, crazy. It's probably the, the least musical town out there. Well, Scarlett says, well, hold on, what if you uh, find a singer last minute? Yeah, well, obviously Scarlett... that would be the dream, but the... where? Where the fuck are you going to find that? Scarlett knows of a blonde singer who knows all their songs. Ooh, it's her! Fun. Scarlett's going to join the band. No, One not... night only. Maybe, maybe even longer. We'll I mean, last time she was on stage one night only, we saw what she did to poor Johnny. Yeah, yeah, we know. 
You heard the song are coming. Um, coming down from hell. The song was really bad and she sang it not very well. <laughs> the, the notes I've written for the next scene I've started with Yogurt Reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Why do you... Do you not know Haley's name? Haley, that was it. <laughs> Unless they say it. She looked like a Haley to you. She looks like a yogurt girl to me now, thanks to you. Well, obviously she looks like a yogurt girl. She is the face of yogurt. (laughs) When you look at Ski... I can't remember. Oh, yeah, because they they had a meet-cute over yogurt, wasn't it? That was it. Oh, boy, was it meeting? So long long ago. People that... People that dip into this show, I don't know if they do, but if someone dips into this show and hears yeah. <laughs> on about a yogurt couple... Can I just say, girl, if you do dip into this show, could you dip into a nice low-fat yogurt? Because it really goes down smooth. It really does. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. Um, well, yo- the yogurt reunion of Hayley and Gunnar. Yogurt girl wants to get promoted. Wow. Um, and she wants, to, she, she wants to do whatever it takes. And that includes... Um, Patching things up with Gunnar and Scarlet. Because they're better together than they are apart. Well, you know who's better together than they are apart? Go on. Hayley and Gunnar. Yeah. They should get together. Yeah. It feels weird because they're both, you know, I would have assumed without any kind of knowledge they're both both men. But I feel like they work really (laughs) well together. First-hand experience tells you otherwise, though. Oh, I I don't have a first-hand experience. That's the Uh, problem. um, Give me me a bowl of yogurt and I'll give you experience. Well, now uh, Teddy and Daddy are in a meeting together, nope. and Rainer barges in. Yeah, they are. No, it's, it's probably Teddy and, Teddy's there, and Daddy's Because, look, Teddy is a father or daddy to Major <laughs> and Daphne, so I feel like you could call him Daddy if you want to. What did you just call her? Major. Major is Maddie. Yeah. Maddie and Daphne. No, Daphne and Major, the uh, Major, lead, oh, right, okay. the, the co-producer of Ultravox right. and uh, Band-Aid. <laughs> right. That's um, why they're such a musical family. Okay. And that's why it's very questionable as to who's the real parentage. Is it uh, Teddy or is it, you know, Bob Well, um, Raynard barges in and she says, oh, I see you two as thick as thieves. Look at you. Um, Does she say that? Does she come yeah. in and go, I see you as thick as thieves. Look at you. Look at you. Jesus Don't Christ. Don't come away here and look at Teddy and Daddy. <laughs> what are they up to? What are you doing in my swamp? Then she the farts and goes river. on about everyone. She, she suddenly farts and, everyone, and goes on about everyone loves their own brand. It's very strange. <laughs> um, <laughs> get a waft of that. Um, I don't know why you're confusing Shrek with Fat Bastard. They're very identically different characters with different kind of accents and very different characteristics. <laughs> Obviously. Um, well, uh, <laughs> Raina tells Teddy what happened earlier. She says they they came and did, did, did Daddy tell you what he said to me? He said he was going to reveal about, uh, Daddy's, uh, about Maddie's real father. Like Maddie's real daddy. Maddie's daddy. Um, and in my notes here, I've put, back the fuck off, says Teddy. And I think that's an I, actual quote. I genuinely wonder if you've got a different version of what I'm saying. I'm saying very comfortable, positive, unswearing television. You've got, well, the, you got the Sopranos of Nashville. Basically, in a nutshell, Teddy stands up and he says, back the fuck off, daddy. Uh, don't you dare threaten my wife like that again. Move, so Dad, we know that, get out the way. We know that um, Teddy knows that about the real father. 
Wait, this... yeah, of course Teddy knows about the real father because he looks in the mirror and goes, I'm Daddy's dad. <laughs> yeah, yep, okay. I'm Daddy's uh, dad. Well, Daddy's quite surprised at that. He says, wait, hold on, you, you know about this? And he says, yes, I know. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, I am Maddie's daddy. Yeah, because Teddy is Maddie's daddy. Uh, and I, Teddy, I'm Diddy not Rady. you ruining that. I will not have you ruining that, that relationship or even threatening to. So yeah, back because the fuck there off. is nothing to ruin except the fact that they just love each other because they are daughter and daddy. Yeah. And um, Lamar, who has a daughter, should know about that, but he is not a daddy. He's a father. Well, now uh, Deacon is... You could call him a bad dad. <laughs> Maybe well, you could have um... a bad dad Christmas. <laughs> well, meanwhile, um, Deacon has come off uh, the stage again. with his band again. He's, he's done so, the Rebel, so the Rebel and... Kings, how are they doing? Well, they're doing pretty good. Okay, um, but how's Deacon's Rebel Kings? Are they doing better? Oh, they're doing better, yeah. Um... He's found a happy medium with his guitar playing. They're, they're right. happy with him now. So he's, he's um, doing well with his rock and roll. Yeah. He's doing well with the no drugs. What's yeah. the other part that they promised? No sex. Oh, no sex. Ooh, sex. They certainly didn't promise no sex. Sex, no drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah, so they did um, two out of three. That's not bad. Well, Deacon's got a bit of a headache. He's, uh, he's in his little dressing room with the mirror he's with in the his lights around it. Room, about yeah. five foot. And the, uh, the journalist woman, whose name I forget again, turns up and he's, she says, are you okay? And he says, oh, I've just got a headache. It's loud, like I told you. Um, and he says, I'm going off to the hotel. And she says, well, do you want some company? And like, he says, depends. Are you going to take that recorder with you? And she says, well, I'm happy to um, to let it go for the right uh, for the right." Oh, I'll unhook your mic pack. Wink, wink, tuck. <laughs> exactly. So they go back to the hotel together. To do what? Keep to have a conversation? Keep each other company. No drinks, Which obviously. Drinks. There's no sex um, in the champagne room, but it's fine because it doesn't go to the champagne room. Uh, well, now Scarlet is on stage. She's singing oh. with uh, Avery's band. The uh, Sorry, Avery's exes. Um, is that what they're going to call themselves? Or are they yeah. now going to be called the Scarlet surname band? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm trying hard not to say scooter sometimes, and it is so great in my society, it hurts not to say Scarlet scooter. Say scooter um, O'Connor, sounds really right. good. So she's singing Twist of Barbed Wire, uh, which is sort of sounds better than Avery's version, I'd say. It, it sounds better um, than the Twist of Ring of Fire, yes, for sure. And she's having fun. Um, JT's impressed, and he says, Why don't we make it a permanent thing? Okay, um, she's having fun, but Johnny. Yeah. Are we having fun yet? We are. Okay. Because we're all watching Nashville. Um, do you want to be... Do you want to clean the toilets again, or do you want to continue? Ah, oh, I mean... Okay, so let's continue. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the acoustics in there are so good, I can not listen to music <laughs> any time I want. Um, well, uh, JC says, you know, the crowd loved you. Um, you can write... And you've already got a deal. Why don't you just stick with a us? Publishing deal. Yeah. Why don't you just stick with this band? She's got a song on hold. And we can uh, ride on your tailgates there. Um, <laughs> and her uncle's in the most popular band in the world, Deacon Claiborne's Rebel Kings. Yeah. Uh, well, now we're about Juliet, and she uh, wants to run away. She wants to 
go off to New York. Is this the time when they're watching game video? Yeah. Well, G wants to go off to New York, but Sean can't. Because Sean's sitting there on the, on the sofa, which they've moved to a really nice location, yes. <laughs> to watch game video. Yeah. Uh, he's got to watch game video, and he's, he's got, got to, to watch train, game video. meet his trainer in the morning. So they yeah. can't really run away to New York. So she gives up and kind of goes up I, to him. I wouldn't say running away either. I'd probably say get in the back of a limousine then fly to your private jet yeah. away. Because running away is going to take you a long time to get yeah. there. Um, well, she, she resigns herself to snuggling up with Sean. To which and he, he says the, it's the best way to watch best game. Best way to watch game, game footage. And yeah. it really is. Game video. Game video. It really so. is. I mean, if I had to watch game video, which I don't <laughs> love watching. I watch Twitch a bunch, but I don't really like watching game video. I'd yeah. like to snuggle up with you. Oh. I miss snuggling up with you. Oh, um, video right now. Well, <laughs> Avery is in studio. Um, they are cutting his song, and he thinks the bass is too much. Wait, this is um, the this is more of an Atlanta style studio, right? Um, yeah, he's he's in. I think he's back in Atlanta. He's at back this in, point. Is, yeah. not, is he back in Atlanta? Yeah, I think so. Because it's got the Atlanta um, sound to it. That's why he says. Yeah. Uh, Do you know how Atlanta gets the Nashville sound? <laughs> Go on. Sounds dirty. They dirty well, it up. Yeah, they do dirty it up. Um, this motherfucker dirty it up like nobody's business. It's got the Atlanta dirt. But, it's like Donald you know, Glover just came over here and wrote in a whole season of TV, which is mildly mediocre. Everyone goes crazy for it because they dirtied it up. <laughs> dirty it up all over this song. Well, that bass um, dirty. That, used to... that, that bass is Christina Aguilera, baby. Avery's used to something a bit different. It's about time for um, her, baby. But he's, he's busy now because he's just got a text. He's got a video message from JC, of all people. Oh, that's so check nice. this out. They're going to patch it up together, <laughs> are they? And it's a video of his ex-girlfriend playing with his ex-band better than he plays. Wow. Um, now, now, look, I mean, the bass is dirty, but JT just did him even dirtier. Yeah. Well, now we're with uh, Deacon and Journalist in bed. Um, I've got female characters down. Yeah. Younger girl, journalist, scooter. You call her scooter. I, what kind of person you, I've scooter? never used that word in my life. Unless in it, your life? Unless it turns, unless it's about unless the it's Muppets. Said, right. What, what, do you, what do you ride if you're a child who wants to get somewhere on one foot? <laughs> a bicycle, but really awkwardly. Wow. Or a skateboard. I should have said skateboard. Should have said skateboard, but you said scooter, didn't you? You said scooter. You've said it before and you'll say it again. Um, well, um, well, obviously, the journalist and Deacon know each other quite well. Um, and she says, um, there's an edge to your put on charm. And he says, well, you should know me enough to let it go when you're asking me how I'm feeling and you know, ask me questions. It's like what a journalist would do. What are you doing? Um, um, Have you seen says, the edges push on Charm? No. It's really small. It's basically, you know, a, a shamrock. Right. <laughs> because, of course, you two are famously to be sure. shamrock. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Well, she tried once to let it that go was 14 years bit. ago. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. She tried on. Shamrock. She tried 14 years ago to let it go, uh, and she still regrets it because um, Vince, because of Vince's car accident. Who's Vince? Why do you have a car accident? Um, says, you and, you and Vince, you and Vince, you went drinking, didn't you, after the car Vince accident? Cables? She doesn't really answer. So we're, we're, get, we're finding out 
we're finding out a bit of uh, Vincent Plyce. We're, we're finding out a bit of Deacon Vincent Plyce here. ever go to Nashville? <laughs> maybe spiders maybe. form inside your head. <laughs> Nashville is where I long to tread. Um, well, now we're... Uh, that was the original word cut in the middle of the thriller, right? They were like, could you make it scarier? <laughs> What's scarier than treading through Nashville, the spookiest city of all? Um, but now, um, people call their with... father's daddy. <laughs> Some, yes, people. they do. Some people call me Maurice. Well, <laughs> um, well, now we're with uh, Teddy and Raina at home. Um, and Raina is grateful for Teddy standing up to daddy. No, he's grateful for Maddie's daddy to stand up to daddy. Um, all the kids know, all, all the kids need to know is that <laughs> mummy's going know. on. <laughs> all the kids need to know is that Raina's going on tour yeah. and Teddy's going on, is running from here. Uh, they're going to stay normal. She's not going to take the, tour, the girls out on tour anymore. Oh, um, well, Daphne never unless, unless school's over, she'll she'll let them join. Oh, okay. Well, well um, school's just been over for a while because, you know, COVID, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, they could remote learn. They could definitely um, remote learn. I would both sightsee. Um, Do you reckon they've been you know, caught up in one of her super spreaders? Maybe. Oh, Maddie and Daphne probably got it. <laughs> it's um, probably the, the Conway situation. They've been TikToking about what Rain's been doing and been like, oh, she's infected us now and she's spewing all this hatred. <laughs> Um, well, Teddy says that the, the tour is a perfect cover, both publicly and privately. Um, so they're going to sort of continue as normal. There's no rift in this relationship. We're fine. That's what we're saying. And that's what we're going with. Um, they, they've come back to that a couple of times already in these nine episodes. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Look, we've gone through something, but on the outside, we're going to say we're fine. <laughs> I've got a question. Yeah. Rainer and Teddy, are they not a good couple? <laughs> Of course they're a good couple. They're fine. They're um, fine, but are they, are they like a... If you were going to put... I don't know. Right, look. Adam, Eve. Perfect couple. Right. Apart from that snake. Well, that's, some, that's an outside influence. Yeah. And, and even, uh, even so... they stay, the outside influence in this But even, case, even so, they, they, did, they did a dirty. They were done dirty. Right. And they kept together after the fact. And they still loved each other so much they birthed humanity. Yeah, true. Which put Rainer and Teddy on that level? No, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're fine. They're fine, Andrew. They're fine. It's not fine. perfect. They're fine. Both publicly and privately, they're fine. Okay. Right. Okay. But... Anyway, moving on. Ben Affleck and Let's Jennifer. not talk about this anymore. They're fine. Ben Affleck and Jennifer. Would you say they're on that level? Well, they're not together anymore, so. Okay. Okay. They're not together, but okay. But Ben Affleck and Jennifer. That did you say they're on that level then? They're better than that level. They're uh, better than Ben Affleck and Jennifer, but they're not as good as Ben Affleck and Jennifer. No, oh, <laughs> so confused. Anyway, J Lo versus Jagar. Stop! Come on, opening these cracks. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, we haven't got married yet. Can't open our um, cracks. <laughs> well, Juliet. Uh, speaking of married, Juliet's in a wedding dress. Um, yeah, of course, because she's going to get married. It's Saturday, right? Yeah. What a day. Um, what a wonderful day. Glenn is there, and he says the photographers are five deep around the church. It's going to be a zoo, a zoo around here, which is perfect, because that's where they met. It is. It's where they met at a zoo, and then they bought a zoo. <laughs> and um, Juliet gets a um, gets the delivery, 
a hand delivery from Sean. Um, it's a necklace of his grandmother's that he wants her to wear. As he, he ripped off her body as, as she was dying. <laughs> as she joins uh, Sean's family, which is sweet. What's the family surname? Do we know? Um, Sean something or other. I think something so or other. She, is she's going to become the Ju- she's going to become Juliet Barnes something or other, or Juliet something or other Barnes. Ah, what's the situation? Uh, is she, is she going to do a hyphenate, or is she going to just go straight up for Juliet something or other? It's Sean Butler. Do you think uh, Juliet wants to be a butler? I can't. I reckon she wants to be a butler Barnes or a Barnes Butler. I don't think she wants to be a butler at all. You know who wants to be a butler? Who wants to be a butler? Alfred Pennyworth. Who doesn't get to be a butler? Uh, would it be Alfred Pennyworth Butler or Alfred Butler Pennyworth? Yeah, Alfred Pennyworth Butler, because that's right. signified. He doesn't, do you know who doesn't get to be a butler, though? Hmm. Alfred Pennyworth, because by the no. third time, he gets sent away. <laughs> he can't watch him, I can't watch him die. Um, well, Scarlet uh, has met up meeting up with Gunner and she tells him she tells him uh, the band is, the Avery Barkley band has asked her to join him to join, to join them right. of course they would Gunner says you know he's, he understands um, but but she has finished lyrics to the song and she, oh. she wants to continue working with Gunner she thinks they work well together do they work well together? When they when they work, yeah. When they work, when they're not being mopey buggers. Yeah. All they need is yogurt and they'll be fine. Oh, all so they need is yogurt. She says to Gunner, do you want to read my new lyrics? I've, I've finished them. And he says, no, no, let, let me hear them. No, no, so no, he sings. says no. And there's a long pause and it's really <laughs> awkward. And then he goes, all right, fine. And like, um, uh, I mean, I want to hear them. <laughs> um, well, Scarlet sings, change your mind. What do you think about this song? Well, I was the first in line. Right. <laughs> I took a chance on it. It was okay. Right. It's a little soft. I like my music a bit more like uh, Deacon Claiborne and the Revel Kings would play. Right. I like it hard-edged. I like, you know what, I'll be honest, I like the Atlanta sound. I like things getting dirty. <laughs> That's three R's. We must just say I like things when it's dirty. Right. Because it's about time for my arrival. And so this song was just played a bit too safe. <laughs> I, I guess you could um, say to my ears this was the wrong song not the wrong song just the wrong no, song no, no, no there was the wrong song I'm not, I'm no. not talking about the, the wrong song titled wrong song right I'm talking it's just the wrong song to me fair enough um, well while uh, while we hear Scarlet singing Change Your Mind we see Juliet turning up um, to the wedding in the car yeah um, okay is this a limousine Deacon is that, in his hotel. Because that, 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 that white dress won't go well. Sean is stood at the altar, waiting. Sure. Raina is saying goodbye to the girls on telly, next to the tour bus. Yeah, it's a, like a Star Wars um, ball moment, where you just see the reflections of the tour bus as well. Deacon's looking at himself on a magazine cover in his hotel room, and kind of chucks it away. He does not believe um, in print. Yeah, he is. And they're still waiting for Juliet at the altar. And Juliet's car pulls up. Yeah, here she, she is. We're here. Seatbelt on the buckles. We're here. She's going to go. She's, 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 she's going into the church. She's going into the church. Here she goes. She's going to get married. What? She's going onto a plane. No, she's going to get married. She's not getting married. She's not getting married. She's getting married. Not under the eyes of God, anyway. 
Um, I think you'll find that a plane flies in the sky. The sky is where God lives. Not just under the eyes of, within the face of. She's going to fly in the face of God to get married. I'm assuming well, the church is the, on, on the plane. No. Plane church. It's a, it's Sunday in some time zone. Plane church. <laughs> nope. That's that with uh, Juliet. I think she's she's washing her hands of uh, Sean, her husband, her official husband, legal husband. Um, and that's that for this week of Nashville. Backstage at the Bluebird. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I just, who knows where it's going to go now? I, I know it's going to go good because she's going to get proper married. So she's definitely. I don't think it's going to happen, mate. But, but you know, you're the guy who still believes that uh, she maybe. just put the nail polish in her bag. What do you mean believes? What do you mean believes? Like there is any other possibility? Okay, all right. I don't. Well, if you want to um, try and convince Andrew that he's wrong, why and, I and give him proof, we can all send him yes, the video. Okay, show me proof <laughs> that when you put nail varnish and nail polish bottles into a <laughs> shopping basket with open holes, they don't fall through and smash. Right. Show me proof of that, okay. and I'll show you proof of someone who doesn't understand how gravity works. Yeah, of course. Things fall um, to the ground. You're wasting money and you're paying for stuff you don't even get to wear on your lovely nails. Well, where can we find you to argue about this? Ethan Runt at Twitter. At Ethan Runt. Talk to me. Tell me. Because this is the truth. This is the way it always has been and always will be. Until we get a better system for shopping, that's how you have to do it. (laughs) Since the coronavirus, I've been going to the shops and I've been taking the bags, the shopping bags I would use to take the groceries home and putting the stuff in there straight away so I don't have to hold the basket at all. And they don't look at me like I'm bloody shoplifting because they know I'm going to pay for it. Different times now though, isn't it? No. Oh, I'm sorry. 2013, it was different times. Seven years. Yeah, a lot has happened. Seven years? A lot has happened. Brad Pitt hangs out Uh, in Tibet. (laughs) Well, you can find me at Movie on School Mad. To um, tell me why I'm right in this I argument. Like um, I am. I do like movies because we uh, we actually have a sister podcast, a brother podcast, another podcast. Big brother, uh, another podcast. Yep. Another uh, podcast. Are you moving mad? Find us there. I am. Um, meanwhile, you can email us at bluebirdpod at hotmail.com. We are also um, bluebird underscore pod on Twitter. We didn't mention our Twitter handle for this podcast. And we are um, bluebird pod on Facebook.com. Oh, that's and you on Facebook.com. And we are at bluebird pod on Instagram. That's you on Instagram. I don't want to spoil um, anything, but it's not me. I don't have anything. <laughs> Until next week, I suppose. Do you suppose? I do suppose. I know that Moses supposes. Do you <laughs> suppose? <laughs> What, could you give us any kind of predictions for next week? I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want spoilers. Week. I just want predictions. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think next week is the alien invasion. I mean, you've been pushing this alien invasion <laughs> for a couple of weeks to me. That's it. Because it's I've, a typical go to. I've started here with spo- I've been catching things. up on a podcast that does accidentally talk about Nashville, <laughs> but, and they're talking about it. I think in season three and four right. at that point. And they're pretty open with some of the spoilers, even though they say, oh, someone who hasn't actually listened to the latest episode yet. And I'm hearing stuff I don't want to hear. And I have to skip through like seven, eight minutes of them discussing. Wait, who, who, who did you tell them that you haven't? Is, that, is it you that talking about? No. Oh, no. right. How dare you? How dare you insinuate that I have any chance of hanging out with uh, Jimmy Pardo or Never Not Funny? 
don't know. Maybe. No, I've met him once. <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> and, and at that point, I wasn't watching Nashville, so I didn't say, hey, don't spoil, but uh, I'm on it. Um, what would you like to ask me one question? Um, and I will, I'll try to answer it uh, as a little tease for next week. Okay. Who killed JFK? Who's to know? So you're confirming. Or are you, are you confirming that it wasn't me? I am confirming nor denying. I'm not confirming nor denying. Because I can't, I've not been able to sleep for 50 years. And I've only been alive for 30 of those years. So it's been really awkward. <laughs> I've, I've got this on my conscience. I, I didn't, I did I? I think you've got a lot of explaining to do. I've got a lot of everything to do, but I didn't, though, did I? We'll see you next week. <laughs>